0: The fourth Sunday of Easter is known in the church as Good Shepherd Sunday. This Sunday we have in scripture all these images of Jesus. Jesus as the gate for the sheep. Jesus as the shepherd who calls the sheep by name and saves them and leads them to pasture and to abundant life. And if Jesus is the good shepherd, then this Sunday we get to claim our inner sheep. Now, it can be hard to see ourselves as sheep. It's hard to admit that we need help, that we need protection, that we need saving. As a society that honors rugged individualism, we have become so unpracticed at asking for help that there's a three-part article on WikiHow that has step-by-step instructions on how to do it, complete with cartoon drawings. Well, maybe it's hard to admit that we need protection and guidance and saving because such an admission makes us feel vulnerable. Maybe it takes us out of any position of power. Maybe it requires that we push aside the skepticism of our day and really trust that there is a loving goodness in the world that moves us forward. Maybe asking for help and guidance and saving makes us feel like children, taking us back to a day when someone bigger than ourselves held our hand and guided us to where we needed to go, to places of safety. And now that we're older, we think, maybe we should be the shepherd and not the sheep. At least that's how things went in my own faith journey. When I was young, I claimed my inner sheep without any problem. I believed wholeheartedly that I could not save myself, and so I needed the protection and guidance of a shepherd. I prayed over and over again that God would save me from being separated from God in the life to come. In other words, I prayed that God would save me from hell. I didn't know if there would be fire or brimstone there, but I knew it was a place I didn't want to go. And so I begged for a shepherd who would watch over me and guide me safely from this world to the next. As I grew older, my theology changed. I was no longer scared of hell or of eternal damnation. The distance between the idea of hell and the God that I knew from my own experience, that distance was just too great. But when I lost that particular understanding of what salvation meant, I began slowly to lose my understanding of God as shepherd as well. The image didn't resonate as deeply for me. After all, what did I need God to protect me from? And besides, as social justice became increasingly important to my faith, if anything, I saw myself in the role of protecting others. So somewhere along the line, I went from being a sheep... To being a shepherd, I quit claiming my inner sheep. I think this is a trap that liberal Christianity can present to us. And here I want to be clear, I am not speaking of a Christianity that is liberal in the sense that it can live side by side with other religions and see everyone as equal and appreciate all these shades of gray. I am speaking of a Christianity that is liberal in the sense that it is individualistic and achievement-oriented. Everything is up to me. I can save and protect and empower myself, and others too, for that matter. But we know it's not true. Whenever culture, ego, or skepticism sends us this message of self-sufficiency, it is, I believe, the voice of a false shepherd the voice of a thief and a bandit. Here is the truth. God is God, and I am not. I cannot, by myself, save myself. There are some things that can only come to me as gifts. I cannot earn them. Life and love and the voice of the shepherd are some of these things. I am a sheep, not a shepherd, and there is tremendous grace in knowing this. In fact, there is grace upon grace. Today's gospel reading is actually part of a much longer story in which Jesus cures a man who has been blind from birth. The Pharisees are angry that Jesus is healed on the Sabbath, and they are angry that because of his healing acts, people are beginning to believe in him. The Pharisees call the man who has been healed so that he can answer their questions about Jesus. When the man refuses to agree that Jesus is a sinner, the Pharisees drive him out of the synagogue. Jesus hears that the man has been driven out, and he goes and looks for him. When Jesus finds him, he asks, Do you believe in the Son of Man? The man answers, And who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus says, You have seen him, and the one speaking to you is he. The man replies, Lord, I believe. And from that day he follows Jesus. It is in this context that Jesus tells the story of the shepherd and the sheepfold. The man, born blind, experiences grace when he is healed and able to see. And he experiences grace again when he realizes that he is a member of Jesus' flock. A sheep who has heard and knows Jesus' voice one for whom Jesus brings abundant life, one who has been saved by the healing power of Jesus' love. The man claims his inner sheep, and he receives what John describes earlier in his gospel as grace upon grace. This claiming of our inner sheep is what we sometimes call Easter faith, because when we trust in resurrection, we trust that we are the sheep and not the shepherd. If there is anything the dead cannot do for themselves, it is to create for themselves the gift of new life, to bring themselves back to life. Resurrection is always something that comes to us from outside ourselves. Resurrection always gives voice to the lie that we are self-sufficient when it comes to our own healing or when it comes to the healing of the world. When we embrace resurrection... We understand that we are part of a picture and a grace and a love in the world that is greater than ourselves. And that knowledge brings us so much freedom. There is a well-known prayer that was written by Bishop Ken Untener of Saginaw, and it was written for the anniversary of the death of Oscar Romero. You may remember that Oscar Romero was the Archbishop of San Salvador, and he was killed while celebrating Mass shot for speaking out against human rights violations and oppression of the poor. I think this poem speaks to the distinction between sheep and the shepherd. It goes like this. It helps now and then to step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, it is even beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a tiny fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is God's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is a way of saying that the kingdom always lies beyond us. No statement says all that could be said. No prayer fully expresses our faith. No confession brings perfection. No pastoral visit brings wholeness. No program accomplishes the church's mission. No set of goals and objectives includes everything. This is what we are about. We plant the seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything, and there is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something and to do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and to do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders, ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future not our own. Bishop Untener could just as easily have said that we are sheep and not shepherds. Now, this distinction does not absolve us from the responsibility of striving for social justice, from the responsibility of speaking a word of life into the death that is poverty and prejudice and illness. But when we realize that we are the sheep and not the shepherd, We do all this work not relying on just our own resources and our own courage. We do this work relying on the unlimited depth of God's grace and protection and strength, as well as the grace and protection and strength of those around us. When we look to God and not to ourselves, Isaiah tells us that we shall renew our strength. We shall mount up with wings like eagles. We shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and not faint. Are in the words from the Gospel of Matthew. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. This Good Shepherd Sunday, let God's grace rain down upon you, Grace upon grace, don't mistake yourself for the shepherd. Claim wholeheartedly your inner sheep.